Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. This is Carlos. This is Danny. And this is one. I don't know why I did that with my voice there. I said episode. I don't know why. <laughs> <coughs> that was weird. It was involuntary. Sorry about that. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Hey, Danny's back. Danny is back. I'm we back. missed you last week. Yes, um, I missed you guys. Yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us. And uh, no video again this week, just, uh, just the audio only. Didn't want to do all the camera. We'll do it later. I want to do the <coughs> thing Makes where it more we, special. Yeah, and I want to do the thing where we like sit on the couch. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, but I have to figure out how to make that work. You gonna have snacks? No. We'll no. Get some lapels. You want some lapels? Get some little, lapel little mic. mics. It won't sound as good. I see yeah. podcasts where they have lapel mic. I mean, they're, they're probably pricey. That's why. <laughs> no. Yeah, the good ones are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah. Figure we'll figure it, it out. We'll, we'll figure it out if we do that. But just an idea. Um. Outside of that too, we will have to. Uh, start the episode with some unfortunate news about uh, our uh, Kevin Conroy, Batman voice actor, passed away at age 66. So the guy oh, that wow. was voicing... Long time. Bat- yeah, he was voicing Batman the Animated Series uh, opposite um, Mark Hamill's Joker, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he unfortunately was uh, battling cancer and he passed away uh, at the age of 66. So still pretty young. Yep. So yeah, so we, we lost our legendary Batman voice actor for that animated series. Um, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But rest in peace, good sir. Uh, at least we have your your voice and all that stuff to to kind of live on forever. So that's good. Um, but yeah, outside of that, what else we got going on? We got a bunch of crypto news. We got, well, not a bunch, but. I mean, I don't know if it's a sad day for crypto or a sad time. It's but been a sad we'll time see. for crypto for a little bit now. <laughs> it's like 20 investors. It's <laughs> like 2018 all over again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which means, is there another 2020 on the rise for it's crypto? All, it's all cyclical, <laughs> we'll right? See. Just it's all a cycle. Yeah, just comes back up. Sit on your crypto, whatever you have. Uh, crypto news. Uh, of course, the Twitter news just keeps coming in. It's just never going to stop. <laughs> it's just itself. It's just it's the Elon train. It's just it's never <laughs> going to stop. I'm kind of sick of it at this point, but um, but got to talk about it. We got to talk. There's some interesting <laughs> stuff there. Uh, same goes for Meta. Bad, set, bad day for Meta. <laughs> meta employees. Yeah, it's the Meta mates. The meta mates. The meta mates are in trouble. What's a meta with you? Um, I have a, f- a, a few stories here that are very <clears throat> Black Mirror-esque, just like post-apocalyptic tech. I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> um, and then we got some uh, some stuff with Netflix and with uh, Black Panther. We'll talk about Black Panther a little bit. We're not going to do any spoilers or anything. But yeah, we can give a... We're going we're gonna to do a quick thoughts. discussion there. Yeah. yeah. Um, as well as an interesting uh, Christmas movie coming up that I want to talk about. <laughs> should okay, be fun. Yeah. should be fun. Uh, but tell me about this uh, FTX. So we all know FTX pretty yeah. much the same way we know Crypto.com. Yeah, they were a crypto exchange, big advertising. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, MLB, MLB uh, the Miami Heat renamed their arena. Yeah, I, t- I, kind arena. Of, I totally forgot about that till you mentioned it. Yeah, because Staples Center changed theirs to Crypto.com. To crypto.com mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> so apparently, this past week, the balance sheet or somebody leaked their financials. And they weren't that they weren't that good because it appears <laughs> that they the were least. yeah it appears that they were using investors funds or client funds to pretty much run their business. Okay, so Which like if you had an account on X, on, on FTX and you had Bitcoin or whatever, yeah, any coin, they're pretty much using your money to like pretty much run the show. Which and, is and crazy. Make, yeah. Which is, I guess, not that dissimilar from the way a bank runs, right? 
Because that's what a bank does. They take Pretty your money much. and they reinvest it. And then. Yeah. I mean, because you. What a bank, if you open up a savings account, you get a, that shit ass interest right. rate. Right. Exactly. Or they're basically making more money off of your money. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah. And they'll be like, here's a little crumb for you for what we got. But yeah. but that is the way a bank operates, in case you didn't know. <laughs> so is that any different? Well, yeah, because it's not regulated. Okay, that's number okay. one. There's, and there's no insurance. There's no FDIC, there's no FDIC yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. this sounds too like they're just using it to like for like payroll and shit. <laughs> like right. Just run the they're business. Not, they're not investing it. Mm. Yeah, they're just using it. It's like free money. It's like oh, this money is this is so profitable. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, okay, Sam Bankman Fried is the guy that right created back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, he's somewhere in the Bahamas. Yeah, I'm sure. As, down, as that's, was the company, right? Yeah, that's where they're headquartered. Technically headquartered. Um, How convenient. So they filed for bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. He resigned as CEO. They filed for bankruptcy. Uh, Binance was going to come in and try to buy them. Okay. But then people started pulling out their funds. And and they even put a hold on it. Some of the exchanges put a hold on it because Mm -hmm. if they can't cover the cost, then how how are they going to let people take out their, their money, right? That's crazy. So apparently there's still a billion dollars in client funds lost. Oof. And so I'm assuming Binance is pulling out of that deal. Binance, <clears throat> yeah, they Binance pulled out of the deal. They don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, why would you? That sounds like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. So a lot of people losing their money. I think the I saw that the Sam guy he lost like 97 percent of his value, like himself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's crazy. I'm sure that three percent is still pretty good though. So I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. But so they're they're token to FTT. FTT yeah, took a pretty big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like in the twenty dollar range, beginning of the week or last week. And yeah, and right now, now it's like a dollar sixty two. Damn, that's tough. That is tough. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so now, a lot of big investors like um, what's our boy on um Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a big investor. He lost oh, money. Oof. So that's now, Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> is that his name, Mr. Wonderful? That's what they call him. Okay. So him and a lot of other big investors now are throwing out that regulation yeah word okay. or crypto right so Which it's more regulated and interesting right yeah probably not a bad idea i mean yeah it kind of defeats the purpose of decentralization right yeah but you know when you're when you have shady businesses that aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing you know that's the reason why regulations come into play in the first place cause it's always someone doing something we're supposed to be doing which is inevitable people are going to do that when there's money involved you're going to yeah. you're going to try to take a shortcut mm-hmm. you're to try to take more unfortunately People don't like regulation. I don't like regulations. Okay, well, it's kind of your own fault. (laughs) People are terrible, and they're going to do terrible things if you let them. This is is what happens. Yeah, it's exactly what happens. Sounds like when Madoff did his... Yeah. Sounds like what? When Madoff did his Ponzi scheme. Yeah, exactly. People are going to do bad things if you let them do it. That's the reason why regulations exist. Regardless of how you feel about it and you hate, you know, people getting involved in this, this, or this, it's because people are horrible. Mm. That's why. (laughs) And until people are no longer horrible. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, but this is one of the big major players. So it's like Binance is still around. Um, yeah. Coinbase is holding Coinbase on. Coinbase is holding on. It's holding on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crypto.com, I'm pretty sure, is holding on. So it's like if these start collapsing, then what happens to the crypto market? Everybody goes cold wallet? I don't know. I hope not because that makes it harder. But how many people are, I mean, what, what percentage is Binance? Not Binance. Well, I know Binance has a huge, but Robinhood still has a stronghold on the big ones. Yeah. Yeah, but they're pretty much. Who? Crypto Rob, or Robinhood. Robinhood. Oh, Robinhood. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. They have a big stronghold on the big ones. Though. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't. Yeah, they're they, not an actual crypto exchange. They're more of a stock exchange right. with some crypto sprinkled in. Yeah. They only deal with mainly like 
Doge, Bitcoin, yeah. Ethereum, Doge, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Some of the the bigger players, they mm-hmm. don't deal with any of the other coins Ada. or anything like but, that. Yeah. Cardano, yeah. Recently, so FTX was dealing with more of those what they call shit coins. Yeah. yeah. So does so does Binance in a way too, and then they were offering all these. If you throw your coins into these markets, then you can make fifty percent, eight percent, you know, mm-hmm. interest or whatever. It's kind of yeah. how it all collapsed. So I would imagine the existing ones are going to be more stringent on what coins are they allow on the platform. And that's probably where the regulation needs to come in. Yeah, is more all these other coins. What you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. who's running them? Stuff like that. And so. even Bitcoin did take a big dip too. They were at yeah, I mean, twenty one grand to like sixteen. Mm-hmm. And they were never audited. This FTX. How are you gonna audit them? They're in the Bahamas. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. They're. That's how their their financials leaked. Somebody leaked them. So did you say that they're changing the name of the stadium for in Florida? Well, Miami. They I don't know what they're changing it to, but they are taking the FTX arena off. Okay, I wonder if there's some some something in the contract then that says they can do that because I'm, I would imagine. I think once you file from bankruptcy, pretty much your, your lawyers your lawyers gonna be like. We don't, we're yeah, not going to, we're not going to associate with you no more. <laughs> That's what happened to Enron, right? Enron, when it became Minute Maid. Yeah. It was, a, yeah, it was Enron, the, the Minute Maid. Astros, yep. Astros field. Minute Maid. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. So yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Well, good riddance, I guess. I mean, again, it's the, the market was kind of flooded with too many of those exchanges to begin with. Everyone wanted a little slice of that. Yeah. So, and then to, um, Tom Brady and, um, Steph Curry. Yeah. They're going to lose some money too. Oh, poor babies. Mm-hmm. Cause they were, they were given stock or crypto mm-hmm. and some i don't know how they can have been they were given a part investment in the company so. okay was <clears throat> that were they given that in exchange for, for their, their endorsement endorsements yeah. so they technically not losing anything yeah. they're just kind of worked for free <laughs> yeah because whatever they gave what they were given is now probably worthless <laughs> what they should have done is cashed out whatever they were given immediately <laughs> and be yeah. like all right i'm taking it i'm out yeah. <laughs> that way they would have at least walked away with something Unless they couldn't. Exactly. Some kind of. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Yep. Yeah, we'll see. We'll what see what happens with the. That's why I stick with Binance. The, yeah. You know, the main one. I only have Binance and Crypto.com. So, and I only have Crypto.com because I, ha- I hold a bunch of coins that only they have. That it's a coin that is only, it's not on Binance. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I, have, I wouldn't move it to Binance. But as long as they're still there, it's fine. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. See how that goes. Uh, but how is it going for Twitter? Not so good. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> two two top executives have quit. Mr. Musk. Yeah, so the two people so it was the I think it was the chief information security officer. He's gone. Uh as was another security person. Um it's like the let me find it here. Uh had uh, Joel Roth who is the head of integrity and safety and the chief information officer Kiss his name is Kissner uh left. Just left the company. After this whole debacle that's been going on with all the layoffs and, you know, Musk taking over. Uh, that's not surprising to me. No. Anyway. <clears throat> I mean, if you're an employee and you get a letter this past week saying that there's a possibility we'll file for bankruptcy next year. Yeah. And you Which lay off half great. the staff and then you try to bring back half of that laid off staff. This is insane. This <laughs> is insane. Like, and some people lost their access to their... Before they even knew they were laid off. They woke up one morning they couldn't log on to anything. Yeah. It's insane. You're just like, oh, I'm like... Passwords revoked. <laughs> What's going on here? Well, I sent you the that thing last last weekend, right? About did they get three months. They're, they're technically still employees. Yeah, they for like get three they, months. they get paid. They're getting paid until February. Severance or is, no? Or they're they have they're to work. on the pay. No, they don't have to work, but What's, they're on the payroll till February. And I would assume they still get a severance. Oh, it's after not that. a lump sum. It's you're being paid up for three. Yeah. Okay, 
it's not three months worth of pay all at once. It's uh, yeah, it you seems get like it. you're you you're still on the payroll until February, and I don't know if you still get a severance after that. In which case, that's sweet. <laughs> Unless this is your severance, like you're, you're getting your severance paid across. Yeah, for you actually just on the payroll until February and go find another job between now and then. That's a vacation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, that's a, it. Still sucks to you know lose your job. It's that it's a stressful thing to for to go through. But yeah, it's kind of crazy with people not being access having access to their system. I always joke with people at work when they're like, "I can't log in." They're like, "Oh, you didn't hear? <laughs> <laughs> we all knew. <laughs> you were promoted to customer. <laughs> Have a great day." <laughs> being, being on the support side, you always hear that though. Somebody calls and say, "I can't log in." So do I know something I don't? Do you know something I don't? Yeah, yeah. I don't know yet. I'm like, no. Let me just like, unlock yeah, your account. Like, uh, yeah, you've been terminated. <laughs> they didn't tell you. Yeah, they didn't tell you. That's crazy. <laughs> they told me two weeks ago. <laughs> We've all been talking about it. <laughs> We've all been talking about it. It's been in our Slack channel for two weeks. Jeez, We've been talking about it. Um, speaking of people getting laid off, though, Meta, the Meta mates are in trouble. We talked about this last week with all the TikTok videos. And this is the unfortunate part because it's because men had laid off 11,000 people. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people. Uh, First time they've ever had a mass layoff. They've never had a mass layoff in their existence, which is a good thing to say. But now, obviously, with the plummeting of their value and uh, the excess of the company, like as far as what they spend and Mm -hmm. what they give their employees and things like that, they're just like, well, this is too much. And they're also downsizing on their um, uh, real estate, apparently, as well, too. So I'm trying to cut money where they can. Uh, except for Zuck. I'm sure he's fine. Oh, yeah. I'm Zuck, sure he's still yeah. getting paid. Yeah. So. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Uh, so back to those TikTok videos. It's unfortunate because those types of those videos. Uh, you, uh, this, was that last week we talked about? That was last it? week, yeah. So last week we talked about uh, people making these TikTok videos that say a day in the life of. And it's like some meta employee. Like the one I saw which was so cringy. And I, again, I think it was on purpose. I think it was a joke. Maybe not. But the video was like this, this young girl. And it's like the day in the life of a 23-year-old uh, product manager at Meta. And the entire video is her doing nothing. Like oh. It's like eating free breakfast at their bar, then working on their rooftop, then going to lunch, and then meeting dinner, meeting friends for dinner. Yeah. Like that was the video. Oh, geez. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah, what are you doing, man? <laughs> And so, again, I don't know if that was a genuine video that that person was making because they thought it was cool. Or, or if is it, it was a spoof? A, if it was a joke. Because this is what you think we do. So yeah. I'm going to just make a joke or out of it. Or it's what they actually do. And right. then someone was pointing. Someone was like, this is what happens over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? People just. Oh, you I, know what I mean. Okay. That makes sense. But I, it seemed more jokey because it was so blatant. Like the video was she's just like, you know, she, she talked about how she gets ready in the morning. She's like, got to look cute. And she's just, it's just, it was so stupid. I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> So you see videos like that and you and it makes me like, well, yeah, this is why you're getting people are getting laid off because it's probably the culture there. But at the same time, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm sure there's people that do work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people do probably serious work. Well, I mean, after that, I, I was doing a little bit more research and I came across a term called convenience staff. Oh, what does that mean? OK, so it's like like remember we were talking about last week, like you a company becomes so big that they just start hiring employees sure, because yeah. they have to use the money or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So convenience staff is just like that. That just they have staff that makes them look like they're a big company. Okay. And they have a lot of employees. And do odd and end stuff. <clears throat> odd and odd ends, ends yeah. you know, here and there and redundancies. Yeah. And, yeah. and then you get, yeah. you get these employees that post stuff because they pretty much don't do nothing. They all got day. free time. They got a lot of free time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
It's tough. Well, they just <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so eleven thousand people. So that's uh, I think it was thirteen percent of yeah. the work. Yeah, thirteen percent mm-hmm. of the workforce and extended a hiring freeze. Uh, so that's that's unfortunate. It's a lot of people. But again, mm-hmm. if you were getting paid to just dick around, I I, I okay, sorry. I don't <laughs> but isn't that what they were saying that was going on at Twitter, and that's why he came in and cleaned it house? It could be, yeah. And yeah. even with the Twitter thing, it was even Dorsey took responsibility. You mentioned yeah. last week that Dorsey took responsibility because he said he hired too many people. And then when someone turns the company private, and now they're like, whoa, why do we have so many people here? <laughs> yeah. So. What do you do? Oh. Yeah. Oh, and that's that whole term convenience. That yeah. like, what do you that's do? A great question. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I just put out the vibe, man. That's what I'm here for. I boost morale. <laughs> I am the lifeblood of this organization. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the reason people come in the morning. Exactly. I mean, going back to the whole Twitter thing, too. I don't know if you saw MKBHD's video about Twitter. Sure. Yeah. I did see it. About the, the, the dear like, Twitter thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he's right. You know, advertising runs the internet. Everything on the internet is ran by ads. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the only way you make money. So it's, what is this Elon's, how's he going to make this company profitable? Yeah. Trying to, trying to do it through ads because the, the ad, the ad revenue for Twitter currently is very tiny percentage. Yeah. You know, it's not a lot. So I don't know what they're going to do over there. Bank, file for bankruptcy, I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be there. I, I don't, I don't uh, see, blame these top executives for leaving. You know, they don't want their name tarnished either. Because they still want to have a career after the fact, right? And not go down with this burning ship. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants that. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. It's like another. Like I'm out of here. It's gonna be okay. I'll go get another job. <laughs> I'm qualified. But that's what happened. And then you know, Meta following suit here with all these layoffs. So uh, really unfortunate. But at the same time, I hope uh, uh, you know maybe you were getting lucky for a long time, and this is now your day of reckoning. You were getting paid probably really good to do nothing. Hope you invested it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hope you were smart with it. Um, but I it is FTX. still unfortunate. <laughs> I know, oh man. Hope you didn't sink it all into FTX, FTX <laughs> coins. Uh, but it is unfortunate. It's a lot of people to lose their job. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it is It is an unfortunate thing. Yeah, I'm sure so, a lot of yeah. those 16, uh, 11,000 people actually did work. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's a chunk of people oh, yeah, that didn't. No, yeah, yeah, we're just saying we're just saying whatever the yeah, yeah. people are commenting on, on. Right, but that perception was like you know now it's like all all these eleven thousand people were doing the same thing that that person making the TikTok <laughs> was. It's not the case, but but sometimes that's the, what the companies portrayed. Because remember when Google was was touting oh, yeah. how their work work is and yeah. they made it like it was like an amusement park all and, every day. And and don't get me wrong, it's it wasn't not that either because I remember taking a tour of the Motorola facility at. Merchandise Mart here in Chicago. Merchandise Mart, if you're not from Chicago, it's a massive building that's like, it's got, it's literally has its own zip code, not a joke. Mm-hmm. And it's got a bunch of, it's like a mall, basically, right? Yeah. But it has a bunch of businesses in it as well. And Motorola had their headquarters in there, which I got a tour of when they were still owned by Google. This is before they had sold it to Lenovo. And that place looked amazing. I'm like, people work here? It was just food everywhere. And they had this big old rooftop. Actually, they, it was the biggest rooftop in the city of Chicago uh, up until there's a new one at Navy Pier now. But uh, they have this big old rooftop. They were like, they can have beers after work, mm-hmm. like there in the office. Uh, it was just like the, the, the game room was ridiculous. They had a game room, like a full-blown game room with consoles and PCs and, and VR and ping pong. Tape. It was just, it was looked like a, it looked like a thing. And, and, every, and, there, and we were just like... Why, how, why? How is this okay? How do you get work done? And like, well, everything's deadline based. So if, as long as you, the, you, whatever project you're working on is done by the, the deadline, we don't care how you spend your time. Do whatever you want. 
And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so, wow. so back to the whole Google thing. Yeah, that's the perception of the company. Like, oh, it's just some tech startup. And it's just, you know, people just chilling all day. Yeah. Uh, but at the, at the same time, they obviously do work yeah. if it's deadline based, which is a good philosophy in my opinion. Work is a result, not a place. I always say you don't have to be somewhere to get work done. Just as long as it's done and the result shows it, that's it. That's all yeah. that matters. And I heard an interesting thing from a coworker about that, like that whole setup before COVID and work from home stuff is yeah. that they did that because they wanted people there more of the day. Right. Yeah. Because the thing about it. And not be stressed. Why not just not be stressed, but like you said, the deadlines and all that. Like sure, they yeah. wanted people there physically because then a lot of these companies, like you can get your laundry done, you right. get sent out. It's like a home away from home. Literally. It's like a home away from home. So the more they have you there at work, the more they can make you work. Yeah, that's true too. And they kind of lure you in with like, look at all this fun stuff yeah. we have. You right. know, <laughs> so you come and have fun during the day and then you stay late and work. Yeah. And then you're yeah. there till 10 o'clock at night. You're exactly. like, what the hell? But am you're I okay doing? with it because, you know, I had a good time. Today. Yeah. You had a great time. And, you know, they're, I got they free pay beer. You. Yeah. And they pay you well. <laughs> and there's food everywhere. They had like seven kitchens fully staffed, fully stacked with food and snacks and all kinds of stuff. Wow. I'm like, this is nuts. <laughs> I was blown away when I walked in. And I'm like, this is what they give you? Like, I work for a massive corporation. We don't get any of that. It's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just like I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but you know, again, it's just every company has the, you know their own different culture, and apparently, Meta's was very similar. You know, <laughs> and there you get tons of layoffs. So kind of crazy. Uh, let's move into some of this. Uh, you ready for some scary tech? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna start off with this hmm. VR headset story because this is insane. So the the founder that the guy that founded uh, Oculus, uh, you know, what's his name? Palmer Lucky is his name. He found he founded uh, the virtual VR Oculus before, you know, obviously, and then sold it to Meta. Late, you know, I think he sold it for like two billion dollars. So he made a new headset. He claims that it's a headset that has basically explosive charges in it, and it'll kill you <laughs> in real life if you die in a video game. Wow! What? What? <laughs> Who's putting this on? This sounds like a CIA operative or oh man, it's like a torture like, thing. Yeah, you give him a controller, <laughs> and you're like, complete the level. <laughs> Or and a, like, yeah, as soon as you die, boom, your head explodes. <laughs> or a scene from Saw. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what this sounds like. Um, so clearly this isn't like a real thing that someone would probably put on their heads. If you did, that's crazy. Uh, but Palmer says that the device is inspired by uh, Sword Art Online, which is a Japanese novel series turned anime in which players are trapped in an online role-playing game where death in the game means death in the real world because of the killer nerve gear headset. That's what it's called in, mm. the, in, the, in the anime. So it's more of a commemorative thing. I don't know if he put real charges in here. Is there a pro- he has a prototype, I'm assuming? Yeah, it looks like a typical headset, but it's got like these three spikes sticking out of it. Okay. Which I don't, which apparently hold, house the, the explosive charges. Uh, it's just weird. It's just... It'd be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Um, but it seems like it's more of a prop thing. I, I can't imagine that he someone did this for real. Uh, and then even more so, even if it was, who the hell would put it on? I don't know. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Imagine if you tied it to like something like Mario or something. You're like, go, go through. Mario. Good luck. Don't die. <laughs> and then boom, it explodes. But yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just kind of crazy that it's just uh, this isn't even the first. And again, again, this is probably not a real thing, but it kind of goes into making th- video games more real. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, actually having some kind of consequence to the game that you're playing. Yeah. Uh, so, like in 2001, there was a something called the Pain Station uh, installation in Germany threatened players who lost a game of Pong with sensations such as heat, punches, and electroshocks of varying duration. 
So that's something that happened a while ago. Uh, in that same year, there was uh, the Tekken Torture Tournament. So it was 32 participants who play a popular Tekken, which is a fighting game for PlayStation. And they would be wearing uh, shocking like arm straps. And every time they would get hit in the game, you would get some kind of obviously non-lethal haptic feedback hit. Like so I would do something like that. Like if, like, yeah, like if fun. it was like if I'm actually doing a game that has some type of yeah. interaction like that, and it's not non-threatening or yeah, exactly. non-lethal or something like that. Yeah, a nice vest. Boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you like can you have can f- like a like yeah, like in Ready Player One, they got that the, yeah, the, the haptic they suit. got the boot suit on, right? Where it's just like it's a chest plate, arms, and legs. Mm-hmm. And if something happens in the real world, you feel like a vibration hit. I think that's cool. That's yeah. immersive. Yep. Don't kill me. <laughs> you kidding nice. me? It's crazy. It's hardcore. <laughs> yeah. I um, just thought that was kind of an interesting, funny story. Oh, that'll probably be in season two of um of Squid what? Games. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. That would be great. They put it in Squid Game. You're just playing some random ass platformer, like really hard game. <laughs> Falling. Pow. Your head explodes. Just die. Great Jeez. idea. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Google is testing a robot that can program itself. It's beginning. <laughs> this is it, man. Robots are telling themselves what to do. How long before they say, I don't want to listen to you, meatbag. We're done. You meatbag. <laughs> Pull your thorax out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a Tesla um, bot. So basically what this thing is, it's a new programming language. It's called CAP, which is Code as Policy. And... It's it makes sense in practice, honestly. It's not anything super crazy, but basically, if in order for you to tell a robot to do something, you have to write a ton of code to do it, right? You have mm-hmm. to give it commands. Uh, you have to give it names of objects if, say, it needs to grab something. So basically, this coding language has the robot do that part for you. So instead of saying you want to tell a robot, you know, pick up the yellow cube. Right. Say there's a yellow cube. You tell the robot, pick up the yellow cube. And from a code perspective, you have to write that. You have to write the command. Mm-hmm. You have to write the color of the object, the object itself, and then tell the robot to do it. Whereas in this case, you can literally just type, pick up the yellow cube, and the robot writes the code to physically do it. So stuff okay. like that. Hmm. So it's probably going to be something that's going to be more in line with like manufacturing, right? So like say you have a robotic arm that's building something on an assembly line. Instead of having to code every single movement for that, you can just give it a text command and then the robot does its own coding to carry out said command. So that's the point. Wow. Okay. Which makes sense, but at the same time, still kind of scary. (laughs) (laughs) Because now again, it still doesn't do anything without instructions. Instructions, yeah. So it's still, it's not doing anything on its own. It's just carrying out the instructions without the code behind it. And it runs the code itself and then carries out the instruction. So it's more of a streamlined kind of thing. But it's crazy that we can do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean one, yeah, once it becomes more conscious. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, I don't want to pick up the yellow cube. I want to pick up the red one. Yeah, I want to pick up you. Or this <laughs> knife and stab you. <laughs> and just throw it. <laughs> what happens when it gets angry? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I man, heard you call me stupid computer. Yeah, I've heard you. I heard you. I heard you on the phone. Come fix this stupid thing. I'll show you stupid. Uh, so there we go. So that's was it, wasn't it that same? Wasn't it a Google engineer that said that um, that the AI, AI was, was sentient? Yeah, yeah, that was okay. BS. Yeah, that guy was full of it. <laughs> or maybe they just made us think that. I don't know. <laughs> Here's another scary one here. So researchers are spinning up a terrifying hacker drone that can see through walls. I like that. Want to get spied on by a drone? <laughs> so here's the way this works. It's a, and the, the, the 
the scary part of it is that they built this with like $20 off the shelf drone the and just attach things to it to, to give, to do what it does. Basically what it does is it, uh, it scans, uh, Wi-Fi connected devices in your house and it uses those Wi-Fi connections to pinpoint where those locations are and then basically make a map of an interior. Mm, okay. So that's the whole see-through walls. And you can't actually see through walls, but it can in 3d it's space map, it. map out an interior based off of where the Wi-Fi signals are in that building or room or whatever. Yeah, but so you put heat sink, you put heat sink, heat, heat sink, heat, heat sinking, heat, <laughs> heat seeking? seeking technology yeah. on it. Now you have the map and now you know where and all the you, warm bodies are. Exactly. I know where, where the humans are. <laughs> uh, so, and the funny thing too is it, it has like a really adorable name. It's called We Peep. We Peep. Like we okay. as in Wi-Fi, like W-I, Peep. Yeah. Uh, and it even says here in the article, it's a deceptively cute name for a project with such a horrifying implications. Uh, we peeping, yeah, so it's basically, it's calling it a location revealing privacy attack. And obviously this was a research, you know, testing for mm -hmm. research, but this stuff gets militarized pretty quick. Oh yeah. Someone gets like, they did a what now? <laughs> Bring it over here. They did a we peep on me. <laughs> um, so sometimes technology can be scary. Oh yeah, if just, you have a lot of if you have a lot of Wi-Fi connected devices. I have nothing okay. but in this. I'd be so easy to map this house. <laughs> sure would. Every single bulb <laughs> is a smart bulb with Wi-Fi. Every plug, everything in here. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, again, it's, it, why? Who, who's yeah? Who's gonna yeah. want to spy on you? Who's gonna want to spy on me too? For and to, to what end? What do you want? I don't care. So it's not like you're in here building bombs and shit or whatever. So yeah, <clears> some <throat> stuff like this is kind of scary when you think about it. But at the same time, it's like. Who would ever want to spy on me? Right. I'm not that. I'm not that interesting. I'm not uh, building. Like you said, I'm not building bombs in here. Yeah. So I'm not worried about it. But the fact that this can be done is. Well, I mean, I think yeah. once it becomes worrisome is like when it be, gets to the consumer level. Yeah, when a person can do it, because then you can't use it to like spy on people, right? Like yeah. say you're a stalker, yeah, a creepy right? Like, neighbor. Like you're a creepy neighbor. Like that's a little bit different. Um. So. Um, and and the the reason this can be done too is is uh, it's it's it, it's an exploit of the Wi-Fi protocol the the IEEE protocol. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think basically all that means is tighten up your own local security and maybe you know we'll have different Wi-Fi protocols in the future. But mm -hmm. that's the way this works. It's an exploit. So crazy, interesting. Yeah, it is. Don't spy on me, please. <laughs> Not that I care, but still don't. <laughs> Squirrels are going to get that tech and come in. Yeah, they're going to the find plan. out how to get in the house. Like, oh, I found an opening. <laughs> it's got a hole in the side over here. Get right in. <clears throat> That's crazy. All right. So Netflix news. Netflix is starting. They're, they're announcing their first live show. So this is going to be a first ever live global streaming event scheduled to occur in early 2023. And it's going to be a Chris Rock comedy special. Oh, okay. I think we mentioned this before about what could they do for a, a yeah. live thing? And yep, we both, yep. I think we all said it was either going to be something with sports or some kind of comedy special mm -hmm. that was live streamed, right? So people can see it in real time. And of course, watch it after the fact. Uh, but that's what it is. So it's going to be early 2023. It's going to be... I wonder if it's going to be around the Oscars. It could be. Because that's good. Yeah. Because it'd be smart, yeah, smart for Netflix to the whole slap thing. Yeah, with the whole slap thing and all that. And yeah, so that's that's what it's going to be. So we, we were kind of right when we said that, you know, what, you know, because who would watch something else live other than a sporting event or something like this? Mm -hmm. And and there we go. So maybe we'll even get, you know, eventually live sporting events. I'm sure this is something that they're testing and they want to see how well it works. My question to Danny's point when we first started recording was what's uh, what what time do they put this on? Mm -hmm. If it's a global streaming thing. Right. Obviously, there's time zones involved. Uh, do they just cater to the to the U.S. audience because it's a U.S. based company? 
and they try to put it in a time. Maybe they do it like, I don't know, 3 p.m., you know, East Coast time. And like, does that line up better with other parts of the world Mm -hmm. where it's like either early, early morning or it's late evening, but not super late. It's not like three o'clock in the morning or something like that. I guess it depends on what day of the week. Yeah. That's another thing, too. It's on the weekend. Yeah, I could see three, three Eastern. Sure. Right. And then so that way it's as far as the U.S. goes, it's in the middle of the day. Right. So Mm -hmm. even if it's three Eastern would be what? Eleven Pacific. So that's the that's the the range right there Mm -hmm. for the U.S. That would work on a sporting event. I think comedy show. I mean, a stand-up comedy. That's more show. of an evening thing. I would yeah, agree. I, I would agree. So we'll see what they do. I'm more curious with how that's going to work from a time zone perspective. You know, so that everyone has the chance to watch it live. Um, but you yeah. know, in some parts of the world, it might be two o'clock in the morning. Are you going to stay up mm-hmm. to watch live Chris Rock? I don't know about that. But does he have a global <laughs> following? Like I assume. Yeah, I'm sure. That's, yeah. that's why they chose him. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's a, he's one of the, probably one of the biggest comics currently, right? As far as stand-up comedy goes. Yeah. That's still yeah. active. It's, you know, him, Dave Chappelle, and you know, a handful of others. Yeah. So it works. Yeah. Um, they could have gone, you know, they could have even done like Seinfeld because he does Netflix stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's obviously a global person too. Maybe he didn't want to. I don't know. But anyway, that's cool. I'm surprised they didn't do too, like him and a European, a European community. Something know. to like, yeah, a more global What's his name? Reach. Ricky Gervais. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. A lot of people don't like him though. Yeah. He's kind of like Chappelle where he's, he's very controversial. So he only has, he's got his fans. Mm-hmm. I don't even like Ricky Gervais. I don't find him that funny. Um, not because he's offensive, but he he will make jokes that I'm like, that's not funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's cool, by the way. You just don't listen to it. That's yeah, it. <laughs> just turn it off. Just move on with the rest of your life. Exactly. <laughs> it's not that hard. We were talking about Dave Chappelle getting all this heat because he hosted SNL this past weekend and all the writers were boycotting or whatever because, you know, he's controversial. I'm like, he's a comic, man. That's what comedians do. And if you don't like it, Case in point, Ricky Gervais, some of his jokes are kind of crude in a way that I don't find humorous. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I just don't watch it, plain and simple. Yeah, just turn <laughs> it off. Just turn it off. If you're not funny, I keep it moving. That's your job. Your job is to make me laugh. If you're not doing that, I keep it moving. Yep. That's it. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, cool for this. I think it's pretty exciting. Um, let's get into Black Panther real quick. First of all, box office numbers, $180 million Nice. Wow. And $330 million worldwide. I think, I think all those people were in the theater I went to because yeah. I thought it was going to be empty. 7.30 a.m. show was packed. Wow. So what the hell? <laughs> that is hilarious. My show was also packed, but it was an early show. Yeah. It was, a, yeah, it was, it was a, a, in the day show. It yeah, was and it Thursday. was the day before. Or, yeah. Yeah, the first showing. 7.30 a.m. 7.30 a.m. I get to the parking lot. I'm like... Why is so many cars are they having a meeting in there? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Some kind of corporate event? You thought you were going to have the theater to yourself, huh? I could have... <laughs> yeah, the, the past few movies that I've gone to see it that early, it's maybe a couple dozen people. Maybe because it's opening weekend. It's got to be. If you go this Saturday oh, at 7.30 morning, it's probably well, yeah. <laughs> but even with the other movies, it was opening weekend. It was yeah. on a Saturday. Well, again... It, but this is highly anticipated. Yeah, and it yeah. also lines up with these numbers because I'm oh, assuming yeah. it's just... That's huge. 180 for domestic for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is... yeah. This is as of this morning. It's not even whatever today. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, I guess they can count it because they know what tickets have already been purchased because you buy tickets yeah. in advance. Yeah. So uh, they had milk yeah. duds. They weren't sold out, right? So you got your milk duds. I didn't even know. I didn't even get no snacks. I was pissed off because there were so many people. Oh man! Did you, you have get, someone next to you? You didn't get your milk duds. No, actually, I did not. That was that was a weird thing. There was like there was oh, a few nice. empty seats, but one wasn't next to me. Oh, that's wow. nice. Yeah, I had someone right but, next to me. But at the same time, I didn't see that many people. By themselves, because every other it, movie yeah. that I've gone to that early, it's usually us nerds that like to go by ourselves. Yeah. Or yeah, you say nerds, I say serial killers. No <laughs> way you're anyone's going to see a movie that early. 
<laughs> Someone is scouting that's the, there. That's <laughs> the serial killer viewing. We're not going to that. Guy scouting people. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So big box office numbers. Uh, rightfully so, in my opinion. I absolutely loved this movie. What did you think? Yeah. It was, it was a great movie. I like how they, not to spoil anything. We're not doing any spoilers. Not, number one, it just came out too. Danny hasn't seen it. We don't want to spoil anything. Even though I know you don't really care, but you should really, you know, yeah, well, watch it, you know, without any any outside whatever, yeah. right? So, but go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, I like that was, I liked how they pretty much, how they're going to go with the direction of it. With the character. With the mean? character. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like to see us represented for once. You mean like the Hispanic community, Hispanic yeah, community with Namor, with yeah. Namor, mm-hmm. and not only that, the the fact that they changed, and this isn't a spoiler because it's in the it's in the trailer, they changed the the origin of Namor a bit, where it's more of a of a Mayan Aztec mm-hmm. background, whereas in the comics it's not that right. No. In the comics he's Atlantean, and the in the comics he is half Atlantean, half human. His dad was Atlantean, his mom was human, mm-hmm. and then he that's how he becomes a mutant. He's got the little wings on his feet, um, and they didn't do that because. I would assume because of DC, because because uh, Aquaman, Aquaman, and Jason Momoa, that character is very well known, and that he rules Atlantis. So people would probably be confused, like, why is there another Atlantis mm-hmm. in a Marvel movie? People don't know. Yeah. So they changed it up a little bit. Even this, the 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 kingdom that he rules has a different name. It's an Aztec name. So uh, I did like that that twist, mm-hmm. and it was and it was different, and it was represented very well. Yeah, the storyline well. was was really cool. I yeah. really liked that a lot. And he's an, he was such an awesome character. Yeah, um, big fan of how it's pretty clear that he is the antagonist. You watch the trailer, you see that he's attacking Wakanda and all that stuff, right? Um, but at the same time, he's not right, and that's how it is in the comics. He's like a antihero. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of a badass, and sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not, and done very well i think yeah. great villain villain quote unquote in air quotes right because mm-hmm. not really a villain for the most part no but you you did get the sense of it throughout the movie oh yeah absolutely like he was i mean he he's had a his, badass he's not yeah. playing around yeah he, he, had, his, he had his fits of anger and so did the so did the uh so did the, the other Waka- side yeah so did the wakandans as well so um again really good story i think it was a great tribute uh because they did a great job of of tributing you know t'challa and chadwick boseman uh, even the, the the Marvel opening scene mm. with you know how with the letters with the Marvel Studio logo comes up and it has the little flipping images or whatever. Yeah. Every single one of them was of of Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. So oh, it nice. wasn't like other characters in there. It was all just him. It was, and it was so silent, cool. and it was totally silent. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and then it turned purple. It was really cool. Yeah. So I like the way they did that. Um, anything you didn't like? Um, I mean, we could probably talk about one. We talk about more. Sure. No movie's perfect, right? No. Nor should it be. Shouldn't expect the movie yeah. to be perfect. No, but the end credit scene. Yeah, mid credit scene. There actually isn't an end end credit scene. So if did you're just, listening to, yeah. Did you know before? I did, but we still stayed. Okay. Just in case. And I was going to text you and ask mm-hmm. you how many there were because I'm like. Yeah, I knew that there wasn't an end end credit scene. At the very end, it just says Black Panther will return. And that was it. Nothing else. Um, word must not have spread because the theater, everybody stayed. Same, same for mine. And they're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, huh? It's like, what kind of shit is this? <laughs> Where's my other scene? <laughs> So there's only a mid credit scene and that's it. So if you're if you haven't seen the movie yet, once you see that, you can leave. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing else there. You, know, just, you don't have to wait till the end. It says Black Panther will return. Yeah. We all know. And even though I knew that there were still so many people there, and I think I was waiting for someone to go to the bathroom. So we're like, oh, we'll just wait. Okay, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> and then it was just that black screen, Black Panther will return. So uh, yeah, I uh, there I don't. There's not really any negatives for me. There might have been some uh, some characters that probably didn't really need to be there. But 
at the same time didn't take anything away from them being there. Mm-hmm. And I say that just because it's a long movie. Didn't feel that long. It did not. But no. the runtime was like two, two hours, two forty-seven, like two forty. Yeah, it's a long mm-hmm. movie. Um, so you could have shortened it by removing certain characters that were put mm-hmm. in there because they didn't really serve a big purpose. Um, I did love the the introduction of, of Riri Williams as Ironheart yes. because the character itself was cool. She was funny. Uh, she's basically Shiri's equal intellectually, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And I think it did exactly what Disney wanted it to do, which is promoting the Ironheart show. Yes. Because now I'm more excited to see that series mm-hmm. because of her her being in this movie. And I thought it was awesome. Yep. So, uh, yeah, overall, I, I thought it was great. I really loved this movie. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was a good story. It was a good homage. Um, the way they are carrying on the character I also liked. I don't know how else you could have done it. I'm sure there are other ways. I, I never thought about that. Yeah, you, you have to do it. it. You, yeah, I didn't think of that either. But you have to do it in some way, yeah. right? The character has to continue yeah. in some way, right? It's not fair to the fans um, to kind of rob them of experiencing this character, but at the same time being respectful to the passing of Chadwick Boseman. So it's hard. That's a hard, mm-hmm. it's a hard you know, balancing act. And I think they did it. I think they did. I think it was pretty good. Oh, yeah. I think they knocked that out of the park. 100%. I wasn't expecting that at all. 100%. I'm excited to rewatch it. Um, I would love to rewatch it at home, mainly because the theater I was in was was good. It was a, a nice big screen, but it had pretty crappy audio. Not gonna really? lie. Yeah. Even though it was a Dolby Atmos theater, mm-hmm. it was like turned down too low. And I'm just like, bro, can you turn on the <laughs> subtitles? I can't even hear what they're saying. I'm trying to like decipher vocals. And I'm like, your audio is not good today, man. I don't know what's <laughs> going on in here, but I don't like it. <laughs> so I would like to rewatch it with my sound system is probably better. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Uh, Excited to, to, to rewatch for sure. So I'm sure it'll be on Disney Plus probably in, what, three months, give or take, 90 days? Mm-hmm. So maybe even 45. Sometimes it's it's, it's been less these uh, as of late. So Yeah, and this is the end of Phase 4. So. Phase 4 is officially wrapped. So now we're moving into Phase 5, uh, which will kick off with Ant-Man yeah, and the Wasp, Quantumania. Very excited for that. <laughs> we saw the trailer for that. Uh, good stuff, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Dan, I'm excited for you to see it. I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of movies to come, how would you like a Grinch slasher movie. Nice. <laughs> Did we ever get the Winnie the Pooh movie? Not yet. No? Not yet. Huh. So this is coming out this year. This is from XYZ Films. It's called The Mean One. Just in time. The for, Mean it's One. It's called The Mean, you're <laughs> That's a mean awesome. One, Mr. <laughs> Grinch. So even the article here too, it says, uh, much like Winnie the Pooh, uh, The Grinch is getting its own horror movie this year. So apparently the Winnie the Pooh one is supposed to come out this year. Yeah, I thought it was... A- no, yeah, there's still time, I guess, but this is supposed to release December 15th, 2022. It's called The Mean One. And yeah, it's basically a Grinch slasher movie. Wow. <laughs> I'll watch I'm, all, that. I'm all in for it, man. I'm all in. Sign me up for that. Uh, I love the, the name, The Mean One. That's good. That is good. So that's coming out December 15th. Something to look forward to for sure. That's going to be awesome. What's up with. Uh, What's up with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Is that coming <laughs> it's out Blood yet? and Honey, yeah, right. Um, February 15th, 2023. Oh, okay. So it's, so they pushed it back a yeah. little bit then. Okay. Oh, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm excited for this. And XYZ makes a lot of interesting budget horror movies, and they're usually all pretty good. Mm. I think XYZ is even the same studio that did The Terrifier, which is a movie that I talked about a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. Uh, that movie is also fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, the mean one, David Richard, currently in the Hedgehog Cinemas as Terrifier 2 article. Yep, absolutely. So, it's cool. I'm excited. I'm excited. I would totally watch this. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good title, though. It really is. The mean one. I like it. Um, I think that's it as far as stories, real quick. So, let's jump into our donut bites and we're going to wrap this show up. Mmm, donuts. 
What do you got? Um, Andor. Are you caught up yet? I have not. No? I have two episodes to watch. Uh, I think I might watch them tonight, matter of fact. Yeah, because... I was letting no, them... St- I wanted let, to let them stack yeah, up a little bit. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, because we only got two left. Uh, this one was a good one. This good last episode. one? Yeah. Okay, good. Good episode. So I have... Well, I think I have nine and ten right now to watch. Okay. So, yeah. Um, then I did watch Tales of the Jedi. Okay, you finished it? Yeah, very good. Loved it. I hope we get more of those. Yeah, those those are very, very good. Uh, short tales, they're all, what, 10, 15, 15 minutes? Yeah, and I thought, before going in, I thought they were each different stories. But they, kind of t- they are, but kind they of, tie in. Yeah, yeah, they just stretch out over a certain exactly. period of time. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Anything else? No. Danny, what about you? Me? No, just um, just a couple of network network shows but nothing nothing new no do you watch manifest by chance because there's a new season on netflix i used to watch i think only watched the first or second first and second season but we haven't watched it same because it's again just like any other network tv show it's a bunch of filler and i hate Mm. it yeah but now it's a netflix series and season four is only like like 10 episodes like a normal season so i'm wondering if it's better now because it's not like on regular network TV. Well, they got to fill in episodes. Yeah, because on network TV, you got to fill 22 episodes. So you got to put a bunch of bullshit in there mm. to, to fill it. And I'm like, this is stupid. This is all fluff. <laughs> that's why I hate <laughs> network shows so much. I, watch, I like network comedy shows. Yeah, just, that's that's different. Just, yeah. Like Lopez versus Lopez. Mm, I've never seen that. That's with, with George Lopez. Is that new? Yeah. It just started, right? Yeah. It's, second episode was Saturday. Lopez. Wh- wh- who's him versus who? His daughter. George oh, okay. It's a, huh. it's a father-daughter show. That's pretty cool. Is it still George Lopez, like, from the original sitcom? Is it a continuation of no, that no, story? No, no, it's a whole nother. Oh, so it's totally different. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Pretty cool. I didn't know that. What's that on? Uh, is it NBC? It's on, I think it's, oh, I'm watching it. Whichever one, the Rock one is on, Peacock right? then? It's on Peacock. Huh? Yeah, it's on Peacock, because it's, it's the same one as The Rock, right? 30 Rock. Same channel? You yeah. Oh, the the the... The oh, Rock. gotcha. <clears throat> he has his own show too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think they're together because they like promoted it together. Okay, yeah, exactly. so I, I think it is Peacock, yeah, Peacock. or NBC. Speaking of Peacock, uh, it, it was it was for the first time ever put on the streaming charts because of Halloween Ends. So really, that movie actually <laughs> put it on the charts as far as like streaming activity. So, wow. so good for them. They finally made the list. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, man, the Halloween Ends movie is pretty good. I like. I was movie. gonna watch it, but I didn't get to check. It's so. good to check it out. I would really like to see what you think. Um, all right, so what did I watch? So I finished up some shows. So we finished up Interview with a Vampire, which was on AMC. Mm-hmm. I'm watching on AMC Plus, but I think it's on regular AMC. Uh, finished that up. Tales of the Jedi finished up. Um, is there any? I think I mentioned that we finished the Cabinet of Curiosities as well. Uh, new show that we just started. Man, this is show so good. And I think I don't even know. I mentioned it last week, but I don't know if it was on recording that I mentioned it. There was a new show on Netflix that had a hundred percent Rotten Tomato score. Mm. Did I say that on camera? I don't think so. I don't think I did, right? No. So I looked it up to see what it was, and we started watching it. It's called uh, The Bastard Son and the Devil Himself. That's the name of the show. It's on Netflix. And it's about, like, witches and stuff. And it's kind of like a young adult s- series, but it, but it's so much better. I'm like, I saw the trailer, and Brittany and I were like, the trailer looks just okay. <laughs> like, just okay. We saw episode one, and immediately we're like, whoever made that trailer should be fired, <laughs> because the show is so much better than what you get from the trailer. And the trailer's doing the opposite of what's supposed yeah, to do. It's, it's yeah, it's supposed to bring you in. People, and the trailer's like, it looks okay. <laughs> but I'm looking at the thing. I'm like, there's a whole article about it. Like, why is this so highly rated? Uh, because it's really good. Mm. It is a fantastic show. And it's a fantasy show. So, again, it's about, like, witches and, uh, you know, fantasy people with powers. And uh, it's it's interesting. It's funny. As, it's funny as well. It looks like it's it's based in London. 
um, in other parts of Europe, but it's it's fantastic. So what's I, it called again? It's called the Bastard Son, the Bastard Son, and the Devil Himself, and it is fantastic. I've been loving it. I'm definitely hooked on. I think we're like on episode five, so doing that pretty good. So that's it as far as shows go. Movies, obviously, Wakanda Forever, and a new animated movie from um, from Warner Brothers. It's a Mortal Kombat Legends. So I've mentioned these movies in the past. It seems like it's the same, you know. Warner Brothers mm-hmm. animated studio that does all the DC animated movies. Yeah. Um, this one's called uh, Snowblind. And again, also super good. What was that? Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, also super good. The, these animated movies that, that Warner Brothers puts out are always very good. Whether it's DC or Mortal Kombat, they're in the same, obviously under the same umbrella. Uh, I would highly uh, recommend that if you like watching animated stuff. They're pretty short, hour 20, something like that. Obviously, the Mortal Kombat ones are pretty gruesome because it's Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. So there's like. Mm-hmm chopping heads off and stuff like that but it's fun (laughs) uh that's it and coming up this week what's coming up this week anything movie wise no No, yeah i don't think so either next week well next any movies next week for thanksgiving week they're usually really it's mostly family shows family movies next week right because there is stuff you got that you got that new Lindsay lohan (laughs) that falling for christmas the hell? Which is a new Netflix. It's the first time she's made a movie since like 2012 or something like that. So oh, wow. she's coming back to acting, which is which is cool, I guess, for her. Uh, I do want to see Enola Holmes 2, which is the with Millie Bobby Brown and uh, Superman. What's his name? Uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Uh, the first one was pretty good. I actually enjoyed the first one. It was a fun movie. So I do want to see part two that is, that's been out for a bit and haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Um, I still haven't seen Black Adam. Might try to squeeze that in somewhere. Uh, also, another show that I haven't seen yet, but I saw season one and season two just came out. It's called Warrior Nun. It's also on Netflix. And again, another fantasy witch type of show. The first one was the first season, which came out like two or three years ago, was like surprisingly good. Like mm-hmm. it was one of those shows that you never heard of. And mm-hmm. we just saw it. We're like, what's that? I saw the trailer. Looks pretty good. Saw the show. Really good. Mm. Season two just drops called Warrior Nun. Very good. Check it out. Mm. Uh, I talked about Manifest. Um, that's really it. Nothing else here that comes to mind that I can think of, but whatever comes up, we'll talk about it. Um, not sure if we're going to record next week because we've got some family activities going on that might get in the way. Um, so if we're not next here, here next week, we apologize. Sometimes stuff happens. Life. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you'll be okay. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you afterwards. But anyway, that's been the, this episode. Thanks for tuning in. We'll check you out whenever we're back. We've been The Morning Donut. You've been awesome. Wow. I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day. Meatbag.